Summer Miles Podcast. Sandy and Pat here to talk to you a little bit about what we got coming up. First, wanted to say a quick thing about our friend Gabe Grunewald. Very sad day a few days ago. We know she's been fighting that fight for a long time, has had multiple cancers, and, and just, you know, in the face of adversity, just stood right up. Her husband, Justin, took us on that journey, and we've got nothing but love for Gabe and for Justin, such such a tough loss for the running community. And you know, Gabe is a friend of mine. It's a, it's a tough loss for me personally, and I know for the whole Sir Walter team. Thank you, everybody who came out and signed that card. Uh, you know, we sent that out Tuesday night, which uh, sadly was right when she passed. But I know it's it's not over. Check out that Brave Like Gabe Foundation. I know Chip Gaines raised five hundred twelve thousand dollars for her the other day, which was incredible. Uh, so we just wanted to start the show, and of course, we dedicated the pop-up miles the, this week, past week to her, and of course, the rundown is, of course, in her memory as this whole season is. Uh, we love you, Gabe. Thanks for thanks for doing what you've done, and we will we will see you again. Absolutely, and uh, if I can just add one thing, I think Pat summarized that beautifully. I think it's really cool when. You know, very few of us in our lifetime will probably get to see the extent of the impact we had on others. And uh, for a life that was short-lived, the impact was large. And the way that her husband, I think, orchestrated these kind of final past few weeks where I hope, and I don't know, she probably wasn't in a place to see all of it, but hopefully there was some level of which she was able to understand, appreciate, maybe even see just some of the impact and influence that she's had on the running community and um, really in this country at large uh, through the way that she has persevered. And I think that's really special. So again, as Pat said, uh, it's not over, but we will continue uh, to run and live in the in the light and the heart and the bravery that she uh, displayed um, as she fought cancer. So uh, hashtag brave like Gabe. And, uh, and with that, uh, we will uh, move into uh, the, the part of the podcast where we're just going to kind of do some recaps. And uh, it's, a, it's always a tough transition, but you know what? Um, I think that we get to celebrate her through our running. And people did just that with the performances this past Tuesday. Well, we can say both Tuesdays because, oh, yeah, you're you right. know, with, with death there is life. And you were missing last Tuesday, Sandy, as you had an event to attend to that was I did. a newborn it was. to the Roberts family. Yeah, not me, though. Not you. No, this was a, I have a nephew on my side of the family. Uncle Congratulations Sandy. to Collier and his wife, Marissa, all the way in Nashville. Got to be there live for the, the birth, not in the room, of course, but was there. <laughs> did you catch the baby? No, I did not. But was in there a few minutes after the fact to see a Maverick Love Roberts. Shout out to them. But while I did get to experience that, I was bummed to miss the first week. Of course, I got play-by-play by my partner here, Pat, uh, post the fact. But it looks like that the first week at Durham Academy was a huge success. Incredible. Pat, I was going to say, give me your thoughts on the fact that we moved to Durham. You know, that's not that's a little bit out of our periphery, if you will. But 
Man, I think it's something we're going to be doing more of. Yeah, we had no complaints from from people saying they had to drive too far. I know traffic's traffic. Forty's not great, but we had a lot of our, our Durham friends excited that they got to essentially have a meet on their home turf. Thank you to uh, the the Durham Academy crew for letting this happen. Uh, Stephen Costin, beautiful track, great atmosphere. We had a nice evening. People ran fast in the mile. You know, our friend Donnie Cowart, 358 miler, drove up from Winston to kind of set the pace. And we had some fun 5Ks as well. I know our friend uh, Nil set a PR, Jalen as well. Both the, Nil's around 1617, I believe, Jalen around 1653. So it's fun seeing, seeing people perform and having a great crowd. We had no idea what to expect. And we had a huge crowd at Durham Academy. So totally would love to continue not only to. Uh, kind of worked Durham, but we had some friends come up from Fayetteville that were interested in hosting a meet next year as well. So, um, you know, we've uh, done it in Nashville before. Let's let's keep spreading this thing. Absolutely. Let's go to the eastern part. Hey, Pat, while well, I got a minute here, tell me how many guys we had under five minutes or folks under five minutes um, week one. Uh, a quick note, Costin Irons was the name of the Durham Academy coach who kind of helped uh, broker us being able to be there. So we do appreciate Costin. Thanks for uh, your willingness to let us use the track. But, Pat, how, how many guys do we have under five? We had 19 that reported their time. There was probably more. Not everybody, re- like, signs their time out. But we had 19 that said, you know what, this time was good enough for y'all to put it on the Internet. Holy So smokes. it was competitive, for sure. <sighs> I yeah. love it. Just to have that kind of – and then uh, the winner of the 5K uh, was – Pat, what was that time? I believe it was Nils. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, 16-17, Nils Mintz. Uh, Omar Wiggins right behind him, 16-19. Matt Bliven, 16-20, who essentially helped pace these guys with Donnie Cowart. So, great showing. Tim Meigs, the Grandmaster, ran a 16.47. He is over 50 years old, y'all. Still just crushing. God, that's just so, so impressive. So, that was week one, and that definitely set the t- set the uh, the standard for what I- I'd have to imagine. Again, I wasn't there. Sure. Yeah, shout out to, to Kelly Riffenberg, female winner in the mile, 5.24, smoking. Sophia Respani, 5.28, and Allie Cherry at 5.31. I know uh, the women's 5K was quick, too. Let's see here. Uh, Let's see. Where are the times that I'm missing? Katie Ashley, I know, ran 18.15, which is smoking female. Kelsey Knoll, 20.10. And I guess we forgot the men's times. Let's go ahead and get back to that. Of course, Donnie took the win, 4.16. Matt Blevin, 4.17. Remy Tamer, 4.19. So we got guys that are ready to fight for that spot. I love it. On... Friday, Friday, June 28th. There we go. There we go. So great, great first night at DA. Uh, that, if I could say, handed the baton to week two as we had another beautiful night weather-wise and track at Ravenscroft. Go uh, Ravens. Yeah, which is uh, which is a, uh, a private school in North Raleigh. Looks like they resurfaced the track, I'd have to imagine, for us specifically. That track was looking nice. Was Definitely beautiful. got the, the Sir Walter treatment. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Mike McConaughey and, uh, and the Ravenscroft crew for letting us uh, be there, but another awesome night. I think we can uh, we can say Donnie Coward uh, also ran well as he uh, ran 4:14 in the mile. Uh, Remy Tamer was second at 4:21. They had a little bit of a break there, but still had a decent amount of folks under five minutes. Um, let's go ahead and just maybe a couple things I'd like to, to point out. I believe at around 5:30. 
non-540 was a sixth grader by the name of Mandy Pollard, right at 540. Uh, this is in sixth grade. Sixth grade? At 540. Goodness gracious. And then her uh, twin sister, well, she's quadruplets, but the, her sister, um, let's see, Morgan Pollard, was at six minutes. It's, it's, it's two sixth graders. That's, that six minutes is about what I ran in sixth grade. It's it's truly fun. I was not female. And and if I can also, pet if maybe um, there was a gentleman, James Elliott, who ran 550, okay, is a fourth grader. Wow. So we Kids got some, these days. I'm telling you, got some young folks out there rocking the mile. So we definitely, you know, again, maybe not at the front of the pack here, but the times are impressive and most certainly top of the line when it comes to their age. So let's make sure we call those folks out. In terms of folks under five minutes in week two, it looks like we had, hmm, Pat's going to tell us at the moment. <laughs> we had 19 reported again. Okay. So wow. probably a few more. I know, uh, Alex Warren, our friend over at Renology, was pacing that sub-five group, and he got that last guy in who had driven up from Wilmington and was really feeling it. So it's always fun to have some pacers there. It's a luxury. We never know if they're coming or not, but uh, show up, and, and hopefully if you're trying to break five, break six, or, you know, August 2nd, you're trying to break four, we'll have a pacer there too. Yeah, totally. So that was an awesome week. Uh, after those miles, we did jump into 400s. Um, you know, it was fun to see that. It looks like we had a time of 53 was overall, which was Evan Nelson. Christian Brown was real close at 53.7. So had a had a decent amount of folks under um, under 60 seconds, which is fun. And again, I, I'd consider this just training for the four by four. Definitely, definitely, yes. We're going to be announcing our plans for that soon. But a few things we have. We're looking for some listener input here. Number one, if you didn't know already, the Pop-Up Miles, the third regular season event is this coming Tuesday over at Athens Drive, and we are about to name that final event. But if there's something you really want to run, go ahead and email summermiles at gmail.com. Let us know what you really want to do. You know, sorry, we can't do the steeplechase. That's not going to happen, but we can do about anything else track-related. Uh, also, that fourth race at Sir Walter Myler, we're still kind of trying to pinpoint what we want to do there. So if you got ideas, don't say beer mile. We're not going to do that. Can't do it. Yeah, we can't have people puking on the track before the elites get out there. But you can do one on your own time, and we will come cheer you on. Uh, shout out NC Beer Mile. Bigs in the crew. Fun event. Totally. <laughs> Winner Alex Warren, great pacer as well. Yes. Um, so that was a great night, and then um, we had some four by fours to, or sorry, four by eights rather to cap off the night, which were which were fun. Winning time was what a little under nine minutes, fifty something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, solid. solid. And, and you know, on that anchor, we will say to our friend Omar, he just got his citizenship yesterday, and we had a little party for him. If you're coming to packet pickup for the rundown tonight, he is telling his story starting at seven thirty at Runology. So put that on your calendar. Speaking of Sandy. The rundown it's going down this friday um talk yeah. to me about it yeah no totally um if you don't know about it this will be our fourth year uh, third fourth fourth good gracious man time flies <laughs> when you're running fast okay um fourth year on the centennial parkway so much fun a unique event of its kind obviously we could go on and on about the fast times but 
you'll run fast and a great after party and we'd love it's not too late to sign up uh tonight at runology from five to seven is packet pickup you that's can, thursday thursday we're, we're coming at you live we will Ooh. have this mixed dropped in your face before that i know which obviously gets me excited what kind of music are we going to have i don't know we'll find out but you can register tonight um again races start at 7 p.m tomorrow night at the top of centennial parkway where uh pat what is that road that intersects right there oval 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 drive cuts in in centennial right out there right up there near that new uh, catholic cathedral and that's where the race will begin. We'll have Porta John's parking right there at Centennial. Um, you'll see those parking lots really clear. But you can pack, you can start packet pickup there. We'll be at probably 5.30, I'd say. Yep. Um, about an hour, hour and a half before the race. Please come in plenty of time to get your packet and warm up. Um, you can also sign up, but... Just know that we will, um, we're will. we over 200, 250 is how many bibs we have. So we're about, mm, let's say 45 away from Correct. being sold out. So don't wait. Uh, tonight would be, tonight being Thursday, the day before the race would be the most ideal to come and pick up your packet. Am I correct? In That's that correct. Or if you want to do late registration, as Sandy mentioned, when the 250 are gone, they're gone. We have 250 bibs and ships for the race. So don't show up at 6.45 tomorrow night trying to get in because it's probably going to be full. Don't do it. Um, Pat, real quick while we're at it, what are the fastest times that have been run in history? I think you know, I think Sarah Rapp at 4.27 you got and it. then men at 3.52, 3.53. Two. Not sure. We're going to figure that out. But <laughs> there, are, there are incentives for going under uh, yes, the 4.30 and 4 minutes. Hopefully we'll see some of that. Um, I think financial incentives, but listen, the reality is once you get to the bottom of that hill, just keep in mind there is an awesome after party. Yes, Trophy Maywood. We'll have a food truck as well. Trophy was just named, uh, didn't mean to interrupt my partner here, but Trophy this morning was named on the Indie Indie, uh, Newspaper's 2019 Best Brewery in Wake County. Cool. This morning, just got named. I mean, that's not fiction. That... <laughs> no, it's not. Fact or fiction? Fact. Um, so Thanks, that's, Independent Weekly. <laughs> totally. Um, I was actually perusing that this morning. Some interesting things. Um, they didn't have a best race of... Uh, I didn't see a best race or best uh, race directing crew. <laughs> well, we do know, according to fitnessingles.com... <laughs> <laughs> Number one place to meet singles at the Sir Walter Myler every year. And that, my friends, is a complete fact. Yes. And it looks like, speaking of facts, the Mesa's food truck will be at Trophy afterwards tomorrow. Don't know what that is, but as Pete Holmes says, you can give it a goog. Check it out. I'm sure it sounds like tacos and whatnot. So, Taco Friday. There we go. There we go. It's not Tuesday, but good gracious, you're going you're gonna to enjoy it. All so, right. Sandy, i got a question for you. Please, go for it. We built this race just like we built the city for rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, you have run a 351 downhill mile. What is the key to a good downhill mile? I'll be honest with you, Pat. Um, actually, you and I both ran that race. This is the former race, different iteration, different part of town. But um, it, was on the, it was also during the summer. I'll say if I could add one piece, it is go ahead and go balls to the wall through about mm, – 800, maybe even 1200, uh, 800 into 1200, well, you know, three fourths in. The last part will literally take you down. Like, you can rig to a very fast time. I think that's what I did. I think at like 400, at 400 to go of that 351, I was hurting and didn't think I'd make it. And then the downhill kicked in. And it literally. Are you saying, let Jesus take the wheel? <laughs> well, I'm not exactly saying that. Um, 
because you have to come to church for that. But in the church of this downhill mile, most certainly he needs to take the wheel because you will not be in control of that last last 400 if you to get your best time. I'm just telling you, folks, you can play it safe. I'm just saying you. It, there's a nice little downhill finish. It drips Trust a little for the process. Just yeah. let your legs carry you. The fastest 400 on the course is from 800 to 1200. So right when you're running out of gas halfway in, you're going to get a nice little downhill. And then that last 400, is, as my high school track coach said, all heart. Finish strong. That's it right there. So hopefully we'll see some fast times. Oh, no, there's no question we'll see fast times. And looking forward to seeing some folks who've been out in the first two weeks who will be there on Friday night. Um, hey, Pat, right now, if you were to line up on this, what do you think you'd run? Sub four, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, okay. Just um, it just depends if I have my four percent sub four percent shoes is what I was talking about. Gotcha. Ooh, nice. Like what you did there. I would love to run this. I, as we know, I'm coming off a little knee thingy, but uh, I don't know. Probably five twenty ish. Okay. Five twenty to five thirty. Yeah. So beat that time and pat yourself on the back for beating a forty year old has been. Uh, far from has been, folks. He's still very much in the game. Hey, uh, listen, Pat. You and I are both doing a really cool race that uh, we're not putting on, but good gosh, if we, don't, if we don't draw a lot of inspiration from it, Pat, what are you and I doing in July? The Bear. Ooh. The first time I've run since 1998. Okay, I ran it's it. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. No question. First time I ran it last year, had a blast. It is miserable the last two miles, but I'll be honest with you, going through the stadium at about halfway point with the bagpipes playing and people just walking around in kilts and cheering you on as you run around that gravel track on the way up to the to summit grandfather mountain it's a special thing i cannot wait to get back i'm ready to ship up to boston there we go so as the bear hops on your back on those last two miles we're going to be taking on the bear so just that's just something to uh, to throw around there may be a summer of miles after party so hit us up absolutely um yeah pat and i may uh be staying in boone the night after and resurrecting uh what used to be a pretty epic uh, post-bear party, so I've heard. <laughs> so I've heard. Okay, so that's what we got going on, I think, this week. Looking forward, uh, Pat, of course. Um, can we give any, any information? Okay, we'll get through this Friday. It's going to be a great night. Yep. Weather will be terrific. What do we have to look forward to for next week? Athens Drive, you know, another new venue that we have on the list this year, so we're excited to go over there, over near Lake Johnson. Of course, we're going to do the miles in a 4 by 400 and we're going to throw another event in there that – as we mentioned earlier, give us some feedback. Let us know what you want to run. We will we will figure something out in the next day or so and get it out there. Um, and just, guys, this weather is looking incredible for tomorrow. We've had some bad weather at this race historically. It's looking pretty solid for the race, for the after party. It's only what we could hope for come August 2nd. Totally. So we look forward to having you out this Friday. Come If you're not running, come cheer. Great after party, as we said. Um, come cheer out at Athens Drive next week. Do a run around Lake Johnson and come cheer if you don't want to run. Listen, again, part of – I say this to most people that say, man, these pop-ups are awesome. I'll tell, uh, and I mean it, Pat. I'm, I'm saying it live. You know, Bill Raleigh style. We'll, we'll do, do it live. live. Exactly right. I believe what gets me most pumped is when I see these pop-ups continue to grow in terms of people participating and even in people just watching. Um, again, Sir Walter Myler in August—that's our flagship. Uh, that's kind of the kind of the cap the of the summer, you know, to, to consummate the summer, if you will. Sure. But I love these weeks uh, where we just get to see folks come out different from different ages, different levels, uh, even different nationalities. We've we had some folks last week um, yeah, that I was like, man. Yeah, this is great. We get we just got a lot of folks from all over that are coming to partake, and uh, 
we're going to continue to put these things on because this is kind of our bread and butter. It's what it's what we feel like is our investment into the community. So yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Thanks for coming out, guys. We really do appreciate you, you all supporting it. We've had great crowds both nights. We expect that Tuesday, and we expect to see everybody out tomorrow night. But as Sandy mentioned, um, exciting weekend. This is this is what we do to set up Sir Walter. Five to seven tonight. Come pick up your bibs for the rundown or register late. We'll be at Runology again 11 to 1 tomorrow. And then at, over at Oval off Centennial about 5 p.m. for the before the rundown for a night of fast running and fun fellowship. Totally. And with that, Pat, i got one more question, then we're going to wrap this thing down. Right now, what's your... Uh... What's your favorite run in Raleigh? Just kind of like area, including like topography, any sort of hills. Just, I mean, if I get to choose, it's totally. it's going to be Umstead on on the double track out there on Reedy Creek. Okay, certainly been doing a lot of those Saturday morning runs, parking over at the old Reedy Creek Crabtree Lake kind of n- new area, running up that slow incline, and then you finish on that that decline. Mm. Last last week, I did the the side loop of heading down a uh, company mill running past the bridge and the big rocks and all that and came back up and it, it just, you know, the weather's been great lately. So if you're not taking advantage of it now, don't complain when you start your training in August and it's piping hot. It's yeah. humid. Totally. I, thanks for asking me back. And I, I yeah. yeah, Sandy, you gotta let me breathe. My VO two max is less than yours. So <laughs> Mr. Sandy Roberts, what is your favorite run right oh, now? Thanks for asking. Tell our listeners. If I get to choose. <laughs> you get to choose. This is your show. <laughs> that is just not true. If I get to choose, I'm going to stay in the park world. Um, I've been meeting a buddy, um, Matt Blibbon. We've been meeting on Saturday mornings in Durham at Herndon Park, heading out, starting in Durham County into Chatham County um, on the American Tobacco Trail, and really enjoy that. Kind of a slight downhill takes you up a... Uh, yeah, it takes you, we started, I think, around mile 10.25, and usually, you know, we'll go out to 17 and some change, well, no, 18 and some change, depending, that's a little far, uh, 17, 16 <laughs> and change, and then turn it around, and I tell you, on a Saturday morning, lot seeing a lot of, uh, seeing Sam Guo out there, Jeff Karen, we've seen just a lot of, some of our Sir Walter crew, it's just fun seeing folks out there. It I, is. I've really enjoyed that, you obviously have the miles that you can click off and get your times, because they're, they're marked, and I don't know. I've really enjoyed that. I kind of have a love-hate with the American Tobacco Trail, but starting out in Durham right there near South Point has been a nice change. It feels like I'm yeah. coming at it from a different angle, literally. It's good to have options, and there's some places we're still looking to check out. Raven Rock is one of those mm-hmm. that is on my bucket list of somewhere I want to get to a little bit more. Bass Lake? Yeah, Bass Lake. is. We're, we're going to be there soon. Uh, definitely. How do you feel about a morning run after that race? After the bear. Oh, okay. So I was thinking Bass Lake in Holly Springs out there, but oh. there is a Bass Lake in Boone. You got me thinking Boone. Sorry. I know. Sorry. He's already on the bear, folks. Um, yeah, next morning we could probably do, we could slog a couple miles around Bass Lake, but um, but our quads are going to be in the Hurt Locker after. Maybe a nice brisk walk. I would be fine with that. Hang with the Sponsored ducks. Sponsored by Appalachian Mountain Brewery, of course, right? I cannot wait for a Longleaf Pine IPA. You heard it first, so maybe they're listening and can hop on. But uh, anyhow, if you're coming to the Bear, go ahead and let us know. We'd love to invite you to the after party because we'll be having it. But uh, yeah, I'll tell you, Pat, right now, I'm going to end with this. I you know, I never met Gabe, um, but it's been really cool to see 
just uh, the amount of people that she's touched, especially when she hasn't people haven't met her, but they they have felt impacted by the Definitely. just how public that she's kind of let out in her even in her her fight uh, against cancer and just even just being able to be weak publicly has been a really cool and I think a lot can be drawn not only in running but uh, in life as well. So I'm encouraged by that, and I'll end with saying I appreciate the way that her husband invited us into kind of those final days because uh, that's something special that you know. If they Not need, easy. If they no. wanted to keep it private, completely understand, but they allowed people to be invited into just some very sacred moments, and uh, I think we'll all be different uh, in a good way f- from it. Definitely. Yeah, I, I knew Gabe personally, interviewed her, of course, uh, back in the writing about running days, and then was able to meet up with her at the Wild Duck in Eugene after the pre-classic one day and uh, catch a beer with her and just catch up. And yeah, this is many years ago now, but just a great person that always kind of traded emails and whatnot over the years. And uh, certainly very sad to see her go, but know her her legacy will live on. So yes, this, this whole year, everything is dedicated to you, Gabe. If you guys want to contribute, Brave Like Gabe is a very worthy organization um, really targeting these these rare forms of cancer so shout out to gabe and uh, thanks guys for listening we will see you at the rundown friday we will see you at the pop-ups on tuesday and we will see you out and about on the trails friend up on strava summer miles all day every day and the sun laying down the soak it all in Before we had to run I was always ten feet behind you